Every year in the NFL, it's a new team. As far as goals go, we have one. Putting a ring on our finger. Welcome to the Buccaneers Observer Podcast. This is Rob Phillips. I'm Molly Bay. Today is April 7th, 2020, also known as... Jersey Day. A new uniform day. They look so cool. They do. They look nice, man. Those are some sweet, sweet jerseys. In case you haven't seen it, Buccaneers posted it today about 1 o'clock. They revealed it with Levante David, Chris Godwin, Devin White. We got red jerseys with pewter pants, white on white jerseys, and pewter on pewter uniforms. They got rid of the alarm clock numbers. Thank God kept the watermark. We basically went back to the old Super Bowl era uniforms. There's a couple of things. Yes, the new word mark is still on the jerseys, which is awesome, awesome, awesome. Very happy about that. Uh, We went back to the darker red. It's not the brighter red that we've seen for the past few years with the new uniforms. Uh, They fixed the mast on the ship. Uh, Oh, I didn't know anything was wrong with the mast. Yeah, I didn't either until somebody pointed it out that we fixed it. And I was like, what was wrong with it? But appara- It's like the come over that you can't Yeah, once un-see. you see it, it's like, oh, <laughs> I'm glad I didn't know that five years ago. Apparently, the mast, the rear mast was in front of the sail. Oh. It's physically impossible, basically. It was one of those. Whoops. Like So, like, someone who's never been on a boat before designed that. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so, that was fixed. And we had the... Face masks are back to black. Yeah, no more I'm not thrilled about that, but I yeah, can live with it. That's the one thing. And I didn't notice, I didn't look at the helmets to see if they still had that glittery pewter look to them. Yeah, I didn't notice it. Like, it's still kind of got a sheen to it. Yeah, it looks like it's still there. I'm looking at some pictures. It looks like it's still got that little glittery feel to it. So, that's very exciting. Uh, very happy with it. Very happy. Matter of fact, everybody uh, that we talked to... And have heard from, has liked it. I think it was a couple of people that were like, well, you know, I liked all of them. But. A lot of people wanted to see the creamsicle. Most of the people nah. I've seen that were disappointed yeah, with them yeah. would like to have seen the creamsicle. Yeah, there's a few of those out there. I'll tell you, I like the red initially the best, but that pewter that is really, the color rush is really growing on me. And apparently, I'm not the only one because on Twitter there was an informal poll by the Buccaneers, and Color Rush won by, like, it was at 47%, and the rest were 26-26. Well, originally, Molly and I had talked about getting the Tom Brady jerseys, and I was going to get the red one, and then she showed me the pewter one, and I went on NFLshop.com, and they've got two versions, uh, the $100 version and the $150 one, and I looked at them, and I was just like, man, those things look sweet. They really do. I like them. I think I'm, that's what I'm going to get. I like what they did with the numbers on it. Very much so, especially on the shoulders. They're outlined in the red with the color rush, so oh, it yeah, really just color. pops. Yeah, yeah. I felt like the other ones were very college The old color rush ones, I think, just had red numbers. They were like the, no, they were, they computer were the... with a red number. No, we didn't. These numbers pop a lot better. Our color rush were red. Oh, they were red. With pewter numbers. With that glittery, glow-in-the-dark number looking stuff. Oh, they stuff. were? Yep. <laughs> You're not a real Buccaneers fan. I know. No, no. We had... Didn't we have a... Man, whatever. Anyway, the pewter one's really cool. Yeah. And I, a fan favorite. Apparently, we'll wear them three times in the 2020 season. Really? Yeah. Oh, cool. 
Oh, that's going to be oh, awesome. Oh, no, they are able, the team no. is able to wear them three times. Not that they will. That's per a tweet by Greg Allman. But, okay. Ralph just pulled up the color rush and... The old color rush. The red ones with the... And they're red. I, I don't know why pewter. I'm thinking about the... They were pewter before. So it's very, very exciting. Very exciting. And in case you missed it, Ralph and I live-streamed it oh, on yeah. YouTube. That was a mess. Uh... You, we, it we was not about, a mess. It really worked out well. You pulled it off. Well, it was a very frantic before. You were frantic. I wasn't at all. I just <laughs> you sat were doing, there. <laughs> I did nothing. Uh, yeah, we thought about it the night before, and I was like, okay, we need to get this done. So I got up and started working on it, and we got it done like five minutes before the reveal. And I wanted to get it done at least an hour before the reveal so that we could put out word and let everybody know we were going to be live streaming, but we didn't know if we were going to get it done in time. We got it done like five minutes before it started. Ralph is eating a sandwich yeah, at the beginning. I hadn't eaten anything. So you my, know, that was my contribution. I made the sandwiches. Oh, you've, you've let me know about that quite a bit. <laughs> and uh, we were going to scrap it, and then we said, go, let's just go ahead and do it. And we looked over, we already had five people watching even before we went live. I don't know how that works. I guess it was like YouTube. Maybe it shows you being getting live. Getting ready to yeah. go live, yeah. Uh, so we went ahead and hit live. We had a great uh, great time. Everybody. It was a lot of fun, so we're talking about it doing was. it more. We've got to get our lighting set up right, because today we could do it in the afternoon. Lighting wasn't too much of an issue, but yeah, we, we typically used, record the podcast in the evening. So Yeah, we used natural light today when we did it. But the uh, you know, this is the first time we'd ever done it, and I didn't have the streaming set up correctly, so it's not the best quality stream in the world. I didn't realize that until after it was done, and I went and watched it, and I was like, oh, this looks like garbage. It looked fine on my phone. Oh, it did? Yeah. Okay. So I don't know. But we've gotten good feedback, and some of you have asked us to do the podcast that way. So Yeah, which is what we originally intended on doing. Uh, you know, then we had went through the move. We haven't got set up here yet. And we actually have a giant pile of stuff yeah, huge pile stacked of stuff. in our office, like right behind the camera. We look yeah. like hoarders, honestly, but it's <laughs> just that one corner in the house. So I don't think you want my Christmas decorations as the backdrop. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> a bunch of baby stuff. Uh, it's something we plan on doing here soon is doing the podcast on YouTube. And it was a lot of fun, like chatting with everybody, yeah, the pod- interacting. Yeah, so, was, uh, thanks really for everybody that, that participated. Uh, we, the podcast won't be live on YouTube, but we're, we are going to do live events on YouTube. One of the things we're going to do is, well, here's our plans. Y'all know how we are. We got our plans, <laughs> and then we have reality. Uh, but, yeah, we're going to do some live episodes probably once a week on YouTube. But what we're going to do is uh, video our podcast and still put it on the podcast platforms as an audio only version and then just have a video version too on YouTube. So, you know, it's because right now the way we've got it is it's just an audio version on YouTube and people on YouTube like to watch videos and it's not really a video. Yeah. So. It, oh, you got to change that picture. Got to change that picture. Uh, got to do that tonight, as a matter of fact. There's some pretty cool images that the Buccaneers have put out of oh, the. Okay. Send those to me. Yeah, of the jersey shoot. They were really cool. And I just love Levante and Devin White in the video. They had, like, Devin White especially, he seems like such a nice, clean-cut guy, and then he's got so much attitude in the video. And then he's all talking trash to Levante on Twitter. It was fun. (laughs) It's just been a really fun day. Uh, So Levante, right after the jerseys were revealed 
I keep calling them the jerseys, the uniforms. Uh, he did an interview with all the Bucks reporters. They had a Zoom interview, which was cool. Uh, Greg Almond tweeted. Had you ever heard of Zoom before the coronavirus? Never. In Me my neither. Life. Where did that come from? Are they from? owned by China? <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something we've come to find Chinese out all investors. this? Chinese investors. All this was just because so they could push their a Zoom. Zoom permission. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, I, Google Hangouts is always where it's good for me for, you know, teleconferencing, video conferencing. What happened to that? A Zoom is just in there. Or Skype? What happened to Skype? Yeah, what did ha- I don't know. Zoom just popped up out I of I think nowhere. they've just kind of tailored it. I don't know. Maybe people have been using Zoom for a long time and... It's just the first week. We're out of the loop. Yeah. I don't ever do teleconferencing. So, anyway, Levante did a Zoom interview with all the Bucks reporters. And then the Buccaneers tweeted one of his quotes. The quote was These were my rookie year, taking me back to when I was 22. I just turned 30, so I like feeling young again. Yeah, that was nice. (laughs) So then Devin White said, well, LD, I'm 22 and you 30. I hope you can keep up with me this year, big bro. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I was thinking about that. And are they the only two, Levante David and DeMar Dotson, are they the only two people on the team currently who... Well, Dotson's not on the team. The other oh, one, right. uh, Greg Almond tweet. Oh, gosh, I didn't save that one. Somebody asked Greg that. Cameron Brait, maybe? No. Uh, hold on. Greg Allman, always ahead of that curve. I want to say it was Golston. Yes. Levante David William and Golston. Will Golston are the only current Bucks who ba- who go go back far enough to wear the Super Bowl era red and pewter uniform. Gosh, and that's only that's only been what five years ago. Yeah, and six years. So if Demar Dotson resigned, he would be as well. Wow. So I guess we're not going to resign Demar Dotson. It don't look like. I don't know. Who knows if he even wants to resign? Right. Maybe yeah. he'll just wants to retire. Yeah. He might be thinking about it. Yeah. He's getting a little taste of time with his family. Oh, okay. I got to do a fact check follow up before we get too far into this podcast. We wanted to jump right into the new uniform unveiling because that was a big event. It was so big that we had to do our unveiling of our face today. So. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know. For all those people who always wanted to see our faces. Yeah. There you go. There go to you YouTube. Go to YouTube. Look at our face. Uh, fact check. Warren Sapp did not end Steve Young's career. Oh, that's a big one, I Ralph. know. I, the... been th- I don't know what I've been thinking for years. <laughs> Isn't that weird it's, how memories it's happen the, like that? What do they call it? The Mandela effect, man. Uh, Sapp did take Young out in 1997. Him and Hardy Nickerson did. Uh, but Young did not retire until the end of the 1990 season. But he didn't play the whole 1990 season. He was knocked out a few weeks into the 1999 season by Aeneas Williams and was out for the rest of the year. Oh, so you conflated the two hits, basically. No, I just thought we knocked him out. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I think we That's definitely knocked him one. out. That's a pretty big one. No one... Yeah. No one Nobody that. caught that. I know. I was like, oh, wow. Y'all are always catching stuff. <laughs> so that one that one really surprised me. I, but I swear there's somebody that Warren Sapp took out into their career, but I can't remember who it was. Besides that offensive lineman. Uh, on to some more news. Chris Godwin and Tom Brady have talked. Now, some of this news is about a week old because we didn't do a podcast this week. We did one last week. So, yeah. Uh, did you know Godwin was four years old when Brady started for the New England Patriots? That is just crazy insane. Now I feel kind of old. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was 12, probably. 
Tom Brady robbing a cradle with these yeah, receivers. No kidding. Yeah, I mean they've all grown up watching him. Yeah, right. That's just that is just insane. It is insane. Okay, I'm not done with uh, I'm not done with Jersey talk yet. Oh, okay, okay. Let's go back. Let's go back before we get to more news. Jensen tweeted, I didn't know this, but they have to pay two hundred and fifty dollars to keep each jersey at the end of the year. The players do. If they want to keep them? Yeah. And then... Wait a minute. So they wear the same jersey all year long? Yeah. What? And then if they give the jersey... You know, they swap jerseys sometimes? Yeah. When he was with the Ravens, they charged 1500 a jersey because they have to rush order them to get them for the next week. There's no way they So they use... make the players... Really? Yeah. That is crazy. So they make Little the things players... like that, you know. Yeah. I mean, you think these guys make a lot of money, but a lot of them make, you know, league minimum, so Right, it's like... they're probably nitpicking over all this yeah. stuff. Yeah, you know, equipment. do they have to pay for their own airline tickets and stuff, too? Or, like, their cleats. Hotel or... rooms, cleats. Right. Is there, like, a stipend, and then if you go over, you got to pay the difference? There is no way these guys wear the same jerseys all year. There's That's no way. That's what he said. That's crazy. Well, maybe they have like an allotment, but if you want to keep them, you pay for the jersey. So if you want a jersey, you pay two fifty. Yeah. Huh. So I just found that interesting. And Ryan Jensen was super pissed. Well, not super pissed, but he was a little irritated because his jersey isn't on the site. There's only a, a few. Godwin, oh. Brady. He said, "How? Do, who do I have to talk to to actually have my jersey on the website? Like, he's a little salty about it. And tweeted at the Buccaneers. Oh, well, maybe it's because his uh, jersey's never on the website. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen his jersey on the website. Yeah, I've seen them. They have, like, obscure people like Revis still on there. <laughs> nah. I don't know. Maybe not. But uh, Okay. A bunch of the players have switched their numbers, and this is going to be so confusing. Oh, I hate it when they do this. I know. It's a bunch of them. Okay, so Joe Haig, the new offensive lineman, is going to wear 73. Carlton Davis is switching from 33 to 24. Oh, that's going to be so difficult to remember. So, so wait a minute. Darian so, Stewart used to be 24, right. so I guess he's not on the team anymore. Carlton Davis has taken his number. Oh, gosh. John Franklin, wide receiver, who I could never have named in my life. <laughs> Is bumped from, he was 14. So we know Godwin's taking 14. So now he's going to be 19, which was Brashad Perriman. And then Sean Murphy Bunting is going from 26 to 23. He did a kind of unboxing video with his new jersey today. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, nice. It was cool. He had a white one. And apparently the Bucks sent a bunch of the jerseys out to different media members because they, like Andrew Siciliano from the NFL Network, he got one. So what? Like, is he even a Buck fan? Why? But they did it with the local media, too. And then Andrew Adams, he used to be 26 in 2018, but then, remember, he got cut at the end of 2018, came back in 2019, like, later in the year. Then he was 39 because Sean Murphy Bunting had 26. Okay. So now that Sean Murphy Bunting is at 23, Andrew Adams has taken 26. Wow. I know, this is going to be so confusing. Man. So they have the updated roster on the website, but it's just, it's it's going to take a while to get used to. It's like when uh, Adarius Taylor switched his name to Glanton. Oh, I know, that was so <laughs> confusing. And uh, 
But the good thing about this is this year we do not have a lot of churn in player personnel. No, but they're making up for it with but they're making up numbers. Because <laughs> no, every year I have to memorize all these names and numbers again. And Ralph is not great with names. <laughs> no, I'm much better with numbers. And now they're really, they just do this to, to haunt me, man. I know. It's all about you. It's all about me. If you ordered a jersey today, the Bucks site notes that some of the jerseys are delayed because of the current crisis, but they'll ship no later than September 15th. Wait, so, they're going to ship no later than September 15th or correct. arrive no later no, than September No, they will 15th. ship. Oh, man. And that's the fine print on the all pewter jersey. Yeah, I saw that. That's per Greg Allman. So... I'm sure that they will get there before then. They're probably just kind of giving themselves a wide berth in mm. case it's worst case scenario. Yeah. I think they'll be fine, but you just never know. Okay, last piece of Jersey talk, but it's not Buccaneers. The Falcons have announced that they will unveil their jerseys in a week on the 14th. It's going to be a logo with just bird poop on the side of the helmet. <laughs> <laughs> I said that joke in the... YouTube video, you didn't laugh as hard then. It was more polished this time around. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, on to some news. We re-signed quarterback Blaine Gabbard. He got a one-year deal worth $1.05 million with a $137,500 signing bonus. According to the Athletics' Greg Allman, this is what they call a minimum salary benefit contract. Under this contract, Gabbard only counts 887500 against the salary cap. Good deal for a solid veteran backup quarterback to new Buccaneers quarterback Tom Brady. So then it makes you wonder, are we going to go for a young quarterback in the draft at all this year? I don't think so. I don't think so either because we got Ryan Griffin too. Yeah. Yeah, we are stocked on quarterbacks. Yeah, we're not going to have five on the roster. But, I I mean, even if we end up cutting Blaine Gabbert, he's only going to be 887500 towards the cap. Oh, no. We don't play that dead money. That's true. We do not like the dead money no. in Buccaneers. Uh, Tom Brady announced last Thursday he's teamed with private aviation company Wheels Up to donate 10 million meals to families in need amid the coronavirus epidemic. Pandemic. The donation, which equates to 1 million, contributed to Feeding America as part of the Meals Up initiative. So that was pretty good. And speaking of the, you know, we can't say that the name of the virus because YouTube gets all, they got their algorithm like hunting so nobody's saying the name of the virus. So you, you got to come up with your what? A name. Yeah. Well, do they take the video down or do they just yeah, demonetize it? They just you? demonetize Well, it. we're not monetizing We're not monetizing, anyway. so who cares? Yeah. yeah. I want to say it now, I know. but then I'm like, hmm. Like, screw the man. <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell me what to say. That's right. But see, if we were but monetized, we'd be yeah. all tiptoeing around that mess. Uh, Tom Brady rented Derek Jeter's home on Davis Islands in Tampa. Nobody in Tampa apparently knows this place exists <laughs> until now. Except Jenna Lane. She's camped outside of it, probably. <laughs> like TMZ is what I heard. <laughs> in the bushes, looking in windows. <laughs> no, actually, I would be impressed if that was true. I don't think it's true, though. No, probably not. Yeah. It's a 33,000-plus square foot house. Who uh, needs that much space? Giselle and the kids. And Tom Brady, so that he can have uh, route practice in the house with his New wide receiver friends, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Those are big guys. They need a lot of room to catch the ball. So did he buy the house or he's renting He's just renting it. Oh, that's cool. Well, him and Derek Jeter are like best friends. Yeah. He actually did a, a – Derek Jeter's got a, a newspaper or a website, a boss – yeah, I can't remember the name of it. 
Boston something anyhow. No. Well, you know, the Red Sox, Boston, which is New England, hates the Yankees. Derek Jeter's a Yankee fan. Okay. Or a Yankee dude. So Tom Brady and Derek Jeter being friends has never really sat well with with the New England fan base. And now Tom Brady is renting his house, basically paying Derek Jeter money to stay with him and or stay in his house. And he wrote an article, had a write-up in Tom Jeter's website. Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter. What did I say? Tom See, Jeter? See, he's not great at names. I'm horrible. Well, Derek, <laughs> Derek Brady wrote an article. <laughs> uh, and uh, you know, he was just talking about coming to Tampa Bay and how he wants to come here to prove himself, you know, which is interesting in that aspect. But Tom Brady is, he's very, he keeps everything close to the chest. He doesn't put out a lot of information out there. He definitely comes from the school of Bill Belichick where you say as little as possible while saying as much as possible. Kind of reminds me a little bit of Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning was like the best at the microphone, I thought. You know, somebody would ask him a question. He would go on for 20 minutes and just talk and talk and talk. Not really say much. Just do a bunch of quarterback speak. But he'd do it animated and made it interesting. But after he was finished, he'd go, that guy didn't say a thing. I can't believe he turned down the Monday Night Football yeah, offer. Yeah, that does surprise me, too. So, anyhow, uh, Tom Jeter <laughs> and Derek Brady are BFFs. And uh, the Boston fan base is not real happy about that. But Tom Brady is going to be on Howard Stern tomorrow. This is the first time Tom Brady's ever done an interview like this. Ever. He's never really? been on. Yeah. He, yeah it, New why, England, they don't let you do that stuff. You know, they're. Why pick uh, Howard Stern of all places? Like, because I, he's probably one of the biggest names in yeah. radio interviewing. He's like, he's like one of the best interviewers on the planet. He has his real good knack at getting people to... No, go on Joe Rogan. Yeah, well, maybe he'll do that next. Come on. Joe Rogan is like this generation. He's like yeah. the new Howard Stern. Yeah. Howard Stern's for the old people is what you're saying? Kind of. You are such an But he's like man. sold out now. <laughs> well, no, he just stopped doing all the farting TNA jokes and stuff. Really? I he's heard like a, he's, like, super woke now. Oh, no, really? Yeah, no. which is hilarious because his career was... Built, built on misogyny. On the, right. <laughs> ah, maybe I should give him a chance. I haven't listened to him. I, you know, I'll be honest with you. I never liked Howard Stern. Oh, I, my dad I, listened to I, him oh, all the time. I think he subscribed to Sirius just for just for well, Howard Stern. Th- th- most people that subscribe to Sirius did it for Howard Stern. Howard Stern is what made Sirius XM Radio. Yeah, what it was. That was their big sign. God, he got like a hundred million dollar a year contract. That's crazy. Yeah. That was back in the late 90s or some crap. I don't even remember. Uh, So, yeah, uh, Tom Brady's going to be on the Howard Stern Show tomorrow, Wednesday, April 8th. Don't know the time, uh, but it's free for everybody. Oh, it is? Yes. How do you access it? Go online. Just go online. You don't even have to create an account or nothing. Go to... uh, I've got it pulled up right now. I've got it queued, waiting for tomorrow. Oh. Player.SiriusXM.com backslash home backslash Howard. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Interesting. But we don't know what time. Don't know what time. Huh. Well, that'll be interesting. I wonder how long the interview is going to be. Probably a couple of hours. <laughs> really? Normally, that's Howard Stern got the nuts. Long. He's like Joe Rogan. He gets them on there and just gets them talking. Yeah. But see, Joe well, Rogan. Well, Joe Rogan smokes them out first. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, no, I don't think he does that anymore. Joe Rogan gets on there. He likes to talk philosophy and current events and all that. Howard Stern likes to 
get into their personal lives. You know, he asks them questions about. Yeah. You know, I mean, he really digs deep, and he gets them. He gets them. Uh, he's had some great interviews with people. Hillary Clinton. You like that interview? Did he Ralph? have? Did he have a Hillary? Yeah, Clinton she was interview? on there. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> I'm over here cracking up. Uh, okay, moving on. Yeah, so check that out tomorrow, Tom Brady. Or today, depending on when you're listening to this. Or yesterday. <laughs> because they do have replays. Apparently, the Ravens tried to get Sue from us. Did you hear about that? What? Yeah, the Dom Kong Sue. Back off, They really, John. really tried to get one. But Sue opted to remain in Tampa for two reasons. This is according to uh, RussellStreetReport.com, which is the... Uh, Baltimore Ravens, like, beat reporter side or whatever. <laughs> Sue opted to remain there for two reasons. One, there's no state taxes in Florida, so he gets to keep a larger chunk of his $8 million. And two, because he can't stand John Harbaugh. Really? Uh, apparently, him and John Harbaugh do not like each other. Uh, they had a few harsh verbal words when the Rams and the Ravens had joint training camp a few years ago. <laughs> well, you would think that John would have had some say in that free agency you would uh, think. acquisition. Yeah. But maybe John doesn't have an issue with him. Well, but they, Sue took yeah, it real personal. I, well, you know, I would see it the other way around, but yeah, I think, I think Sue just really wants to be here and especially with Brady and all that. But, uh, they, they really went after Sue. This is according to, uh, t- Tony Lombard, Lombardi of the Russell street report. They really went after Sue. And when that fell through, they had the last minute, try to go with Brockers. And that he they couldn't make that, so then they ended up signing some other guy. I don't know who he is. Why didn't they try to get McCoy? Probably because he was already with Dallas. I don't was know. Was he? I don't know if he already was. I mean, they went I, out and I'm last trying year. not to put any digs. There, so. <laughs> oh, Jameis Winston and Brielle Bri, 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 How do you pronounce her name? I have no idea. His fiance B R E I O N Brion. Yeah, Brian. they got married in a private quarantine wedding the other day. This is so cool. I think that's a great wedding story. Really? Like they probably had a wow. whole thing. I don't know. Well, like you. No, and I, I mean, I, I, I'm just weird how y'all women have your wedding things. I thought that this would be the worst thing on the planet to do was marry your. I mean, maybe wife during coronavirus lockdown. But I don't know. You and I opted for the private yeah. ceremony. Nobody yeah. else there. But that wasn't <laughs> because our families of ours. <laughs> <laughs> That's not nice. Um, But it's a good story, I feel like. And they could have rescheduled. I mean, that was always a thing, but um, elected to move forward with the small, intimate ceremony. So I think that's nice. Yeah. So congratulations to them. Good. Now, see, I thought you were going to freak out about that and be like, I can't believe they went ahead with the wedding. (laughs) Y'all women in your weddings, ma'am. No, no. Uh, you know, speaking of him, we need him to sign with another team so that we can get comp- compensatory picks. I assume, seeing as how nobody on the planet knows how compensatory picks work, <laughs> I don't know. but it would be a pretty good one. Imagine my first overall pick. But yeah, I don't, I don't know how that works. I have no idea. But I mean, like Quan went to San Francisco, and we got compensatory picks for him. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine? We we would probably at least get a high fourth rounder. For Jameis, if he goes and becomes a starter somewhere else. Yeah. I don't know. That's a first good round, first pick. Yeah. Overall pick. That's got to be worth something. And uh, if Marcus Mariota, he's gone to Oakland. If he ends up starting for them, they'll get a good, or Tennessee will get a good compensatory pick. I assume. Nobody knows how they work. And no one really even seems to use the comp- that draft. No, you're thinking of the, the second supplemental or- draft. <laughs> you do this what? all the time. I know. 
I know, it's too much. Yeah, but then what do you even do with the compensatory picks? Well, it's just an extra draft pick during the draft. In the regular draft? Yeah. No. Yes. What? Yes. We go to this every <laughs> single time. Stop. Yeah. I'm like, uh, 50 first dates. <laughs> All, right. All right, the NFL's offseason program, which was supposed to start yesterday uh, for teams that with new head coaches, has, of course, been suspended indefinitely. But the league is saying that they are going to go ahead with the season as usual, and that includes a virtual NFL draft, which is planned for April 23rd to 25th. All the teams are getting prepared doing that using Zoom. <laughs> They're going to be doing their draft picks by Zoom. Which I read a tweet that said John Harbaugh is super concerned about people hacking I did read the that draft. Too. Oh, you know that's going to be an issue. You think so? Yeah. These guys love to cheat. Uh, but you know what? They could cheat and then blame it on hacking. Blame it on China. Yeah. There's Chinese investors in Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, now, also this year, and this is something me and you had talked about, this year they are doing the uh, extra playoff teams this year. Yay! Yes. So that is going ahead as scheduled, uh, which means Wild Card Weekend for the 2020 NFL season will have three games on Saturday, January 9th. And three games on Sunday, January 10th. Wow. I don't know how I feel about it. It's that. like Thanksgiving. They have three games on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Well, they used to only have two. Then they started. Is that too three. much on Thanksgiving? No. Oh, I'm, yeah. Okay. Well, you know, I'm of, the, I'm of the camp that they could have five games a day, 365 <laughs> days a year. never be too much. Never be too much. So that's just going to be weird. You know, we're going to have an extra team in the playoffs, one less by team, which I think is a great idea. You know, you second yeah, place. Yeah. I mean, they're bigger stakes. Yeah. You're not going to get everybody sitting at the end of the season. Right. I mean, to be the first seed in a division is a good thing, but your reward for it isn't that much bigger than second seed. You right. Know? You get home field advantage throughout the playoffs if you win. Yeah. You know? Uh, so, you know, that's good for the first seed. But now it really makes first seed, like, really special because you're the only team that gets a bye. I like that. It's going to be so fun. This is such a different year oh, for no. the NFL. It's so oh, no. cool. There's you know so what's many... crazy? What is crazy is every time you turn on the NFL Network or ESPN or uh, go online, we are the headline in every story. It's crazy. And today we just kept it up. I know, with the new yeah. jersey reveal. Yeah, we were front page on Bing today. The new jersey reveals for Buccaneers. God, that video is so cool. If you haven't seen it yet, go check it out. Had some good music to it. Yeah. Yeah, um, we, we only watched it like 50 times. I know. I Their media team is really good. They've done a good I job think. this year. Yeah. I hope when the schedule gets released, which the NFL has said will be around May 9th, no later, per Ian Rappaport, I hope the Buccaneers get on their game this year and do a really cool schedule reveal like the Atlanta Falcons had last year. You the Chargers yeah. was a hilarious one. Yeah, that was funny. The Chefs. Yeah, the, the Chefs. The chefs. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't see the Chargers one from last year, it was stock footage for every team that they did. And so every time the Chiefs came up, they had stock footage of Chefs. <laughs> It was hilarious. It was just so subtle and unexpected. It was hilarious. Oh, my goodness. Oh, one of the playoff games is going to be broadcast on Nickelodeon. What? I know. Are they going to slime the losers? (laughs) They don't even do that on Nickelodeon anymore, do they? I don't know. 
Uh, Nickelodeon, how in the world yes. are they getting a football? I don't know. A playoff football. Where are you getting this from? Michael David Smith. Huh. He's a blue check mark. <laughs> oh, he's a managing editor with Pro Football Talk. So they're going to have one playoff game of the additional ones broadcast on CBS and then also on Nickelodeon. Oh, also on Nickelodeon. Okay. Wait a minute. They're going to have one game on Nickelodeon. No way. So yeah. you're going to have to get a subscription to I Nickelodeon? Know, so you're going to have to figure that out. <laughs> I don't know how we're going to do that. <laughs> oh, Isn't that crazy? Oh, that's, that's awesome. Get the kids. Start them young on it. I know. Well, I think that's what they're kind of doing. Yeah. But if I were a kid and I was trying to watch my programs yeah, my on Nickelodeon, I'd be pissed yeah. if it was football. They used to have a cartoon football uh, a football cartoon. It was a, I want to say NFL Gridiron or NFL Blitz or something like that on Saturday mornings. I love that show. When was that? When I was like 40. <laughs> <You were 40. laughs> no, no I, I think I was 35 or something like that. Yeah, I'd get up on Saturdays and watch it. Wow. I've always, that's something I miss about today's youths. You know, they don't have that excitement of getting up on Saturdays to watch cartoons. No, nothing's novel. I mean, they get cartoons whenever they want, whatever they want. Like our kids, she goes, I want Ninja Turtles, and we could just find it anywhere. Yeah, she just spouts stuff off, and we find it immediately. Yeah, we were... Uh, the Wizard of Oz. Oh, that one was... Yeah. I didn't find that one. Uh, she wanted to watch Cat Dog the other day. Yeah, so we, we said, just mentioned it. Yeah, went on YouTube, watched Cat Dog. And the whole time, me and her are looking at each other going, this is really weird. And it was. Uh, but, yeah, the NFL... Cartoon was on Saturday mornings, which was part of the reason why I loved it because it brought back that nostalgia of Saturday morning cartoons. NFL Rush Zone, and it was from 2011 to 2013. So, yeah, I was in my 40s. And we were together. We were together then. So he's like closet watching cartoons. Well, they had uh, the Buccaneers rusher was called Peg Leg. He was a little pirate dude with a peg leg. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, that was fun. Uh, Hard Knocks is planning to feature two teams this summer. What? How are they going to do that? Where they're not even practicing? If there's training camp. Yeah. This is Adam Schefter, and the teams are. Are you ready? Yes. The Rams and the Chargers. So both teams in Los Angeles. Two teams that you can't tell apart now that they've changed their uniform. <laughs> well, that's true. But at least they don't have to travel, maybe. Why did the Rams do that? They just swiped the Chargers' colors and stuff. I don't know, man. I don't know. That was weird. It was weird. We're going to take your city, and then we're going to take your colors. <laughs> take your girlfriend next. <laughs> that's right. Oh, with Chris Godwin giving up his number for Tom Brady, he did not get any compensation for it. He gave it out, gave it to him out of respect per his agent. That's cool. Yeah. And that was a tweet by Greg Allman. So, yeah, I think that's really cool. Gives you a lot of rapport. Yeah, he's, he's your... worn number 12 since high school. Yeah. It's a big deal. Well, and he can always move back to that once Tom Brady's gone. I guess. All righty, Buck fans. Well, it's a new era, a new day for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We got Tom Brady, the GOAT. As our quarterback, we've got brand new uniforms, which are a harken back to the Super Bowl days. God, they're so cool they and just nice. clean. Yeah. And oh, Levante looks tough in his, and Devin, I, the yeah. pewter. Pewter looks really nice. We uh, we are 
<clears throat> I was looking at these Super Bowl predictions at MGM today. I'm going to put some money down because they've got us like 16 to 1 or something. So I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. But... <laughs> <laughs> you Is this going to be like your Titans? Matt? I know. That's I was going to say winter. that to everybody. But I'm like, I'm not gonna, never going to do that because I don't want to cost people money, man. So it's a good day to be a Buccaneer fan. It's going to be a good year for us. Finally, this will be Molly's Molly's first season being. You know, it's the ride. Yeah, that's true. It is. I yeah. think that's what you have to say when you're a fan of a losing team. <laughs> <laughs> well, the valleys make the peaks better. That's it makes the peaks right. higher. Right? Yeah. And we've been in the valley for ten years a now. Long time. <laughs> Seems like it keeps getting deeper. Every time we go up a hill, we're like, "This is it! This is it!" And then it goes right back down to the valley. <laughs> Hopefully, this is going to be a mountain, and we're just going to shoot straight off of it. All right, Buck fans, that's going to do it for us. Till next time, go Bucks.